You're listening to Bleed TV, the only podcast today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And tonight we have Into the Badlands, episode 203. Um, what is it? Red Sun, Silver Moon? Silver Moon, Red Sun? Red Sun, Silver Moon. Um, I know who Silver Moon is. Are we to digress that Red Sun is sunny? I'm pretty sure that's a pretty safe assumption. Pretty safe bet. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember being called Red could Sun. Could be Baji, you know. But of the titles. This one makes sense. By far the best. By far. <laughs> <laughs> Not saying um, much, you know. We, yes, we didn't have a high so, bar. I mean, bottom line is, is that I mean, they could have called it swordplay and it'd been better than what they've done in the past. You know, it just <laughs> whatever. Oh, swordplay would have worked great. Yes, that, uh, was, that was in play. Or, this or call it the, 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 the instead of the like Lord of the Rings, it's the Sword of the Rings or something. You know, get the little, little catchy out there. Um, uh, we shouldn't do any puns. No, no. no. <laughs> poor, poor decision. <laughs> poor decision. Uh, so let's go with an overall. What are we thinking? Man, I really enjoyed certain sections of this episode. Uh, Opening scene and a few other fight scenes, highly enjoyable. You know what I love is when you waste no time and get right to something that just makes you lick your chops. Yes. Waste no time, but there's some weird edit here. Uh, yes. Uh, Go from scorched earth to plush green fields. In, yeah, in a single frame. In a single frame, <laughs> but you know, I wasn't even thinking about that. Is that when you see that bridge? How about the who did the detail on the water? Okay. Did you notice the cars that had rusted over, mm-hmm. rocks over it, you know, like that the axle, axle turned up like that? I mean, the attention to detail in the set pieces. We'll never see this bridge probably ever again. No, and no you, the attention to detail in this scene. That blew me away before we even figured out who, you know, was it Nathaniel, Nathan, whatever his name was? I think it was Nathaniel. Nate was what I heard. Right. Uh, Silver Moon, whatever you want to call him. Yeah, Um, Silver Moon. All that just to introduce this character. You know what I'm saying? Really impressed. I mean, that's that's bringing it for, for a single set piece. And if you really think about it, the entire episode was nothing more than just one really cool set piece after another really cool set piece. Everywhere was just something very high detail. Uh, and when, you, when we get to talk about a few other ones, there was some cool stuff in the background. I paused and I was like, who come up with an idea to put that in the background? That's what I kind of like. Right. Um, so my boy hits the butt of this sword and turns it into a torpedo, you know, or a javelin. <laughs> of this, death. Is the, this is the coolest weapon we've seen on the show so far, in my opinion. Like, <sighs> It was okay. like a spear It's cool sword. effect, but the practicality is a joke to me. All right. Everything's cool with it. What do you think about the rings in it? I think that's what I'm talking about. Like, I that's like a complete it. waste. I think, I think it's just cool. I mean, it's like, it's like hearing wind chimes. I, I just have no idea what, what the purpose of that serves. You Sometimes know what, you just want to look cool. Exactly. Rule I've, of cool. I've never seen it before. Yeah? I'll give them that. I've never seen this done before. It's cool looking. I agree with you. When you go to hack somebody... Those chains might hold you up a bit. How about how do you sheathe that puppy? You don't. You don't. Like, you, you know, just, you just let that baby hang out. Him? You just yeah. hanging loose, commando. You know, absolutely. <laughs> Did you watch him? He just toped that bad boy. The, the cool thing I liked about the sword was is that it had an animal skull as the hilt, uh, as yeah. the hilt for the handguard. I thought that was pretty cool. No, oh, that was cool. Everything and it was about a this thing. Black blade. 
Yeah, and it had scripture of some kind on it, or not yeah. the scripture, but some kind of writing on it, and so on. I was kind of hoping they might highlight that a little bit. Um, well, Sonny's rolling with it now. Maybe they yeah. will highlight it later. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe, maybe was it so. Nas, the guy that were uh, the smuggler friend? Maybe yeah, that'll be what maybe. highlights it. I'm gonna. Here's the part I did not like about the bridge scene. I thought the nomads. It seemed like we had. They were dressed a certain way that just kind of turned me off a little bit. I'm not gonna lie. They just had these weird blue coats, and they just looked too dressed, too uniform to look. That I don't know. When I think of nomads, I think of guys that just run random, homeless. That, you know that they don't look like they're they dress in unison. You know they all have the same kind of outfits. I don't know. I just that's just me. Unless I'm just completely off base that this is not an organized group, but. To me, they just they were either dressed too well or dressed way too much alike each other to make it. I mean, they could be terribly named as a group called the Nomads. I don't which, know. It just kind of stunned me because like, it was like a said, bright blue. You know what I mean? Yeah. We got the bright blue headbands, and they looked know. like they were well fed, like almost like clippers. I, I, I don't know. It just it turned me off. But I thought that you now the action scene was pretty cool. I thought it was cool that you know. Um, like it just seemed like sometimes they had more numbers in the fight than we initially saw. Like, I know there was only six, but sometimes it felt like there was more than six on the bridge and everything. There was more than six deaths, I think. Yeah, so yeah. I, thought, I thought at least eight. I thought there was four on each side. Maybe there was an initial rush of six, and then there was a couple extra. Yeah, because like yeah. maybe I miscounted, but I think I only saw three on each side initially. Yeah, but one of them goes down with Baji into, mm-hmm. the, into the creek. Kudos to making it where he's not one of the kung fu masters immediately. I don't, man, he's holding something back. Like even all throughout this episode, it feels like he's a kung fu master to me. Like I, he I, did I'm snap getting a, a neck. shady. Yeah, he did. He did it when he after he fell off the bridge. You know, I'm getting a shady feeling from Baji. Like I, I got the him. same vibe. I got the same vibe. You know, with him throwing the the sword later. Mm-hmm. You know, that doesn't just you just don't whip that out of your ass and do that. You know. But did, he, did it also seem weird that it almost like he didn't want to look at the guy he was killing? You yeah. notice he was like looking away as he was doing it? Yeah. I mean, I realized that the guy was crawling his fingers up his chin and stuff like that, but... You're making like an effort to look at him. Noticeably like, yeah. looking away as he's strangling him. Right. Yeah, maybe we'll get a little background. Maybe there's something to, to this whole situation. Nah, I'm I'm holding on to I think Baji's a fighter, and this is going to come into play at some point. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see Nick Frost turn into a fighter. <laughs> He's kind of let himself go. Yeah, yeah really. <laughs> I mean, you know, he could be like Kung Fu Panda. You know, yeah. just bouncing oh, around. Oh yeah, okay. There's... I used to be a hell of a wrestler back <laughs> in the day, so I put on a few pounds. Whatever. Yeah. I mean, can okay. we imagine him doing some of these backflips or like the one-handed pull-ups and everything? Oh, if they do any of that. With, with him. him. <laughs> Called straight BS. Could you imagine the people like with the wire We're, we're talking about a vertical of four inches. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> they got the green screen a crane. <laughs> flip him around. All right. So after this epic fight scene, which by the way was cool, blood effects, you know, cutting the head off and kicking it off, you know, yeah, haven't seen that before. You know, I, I do. I, there was a lot of classic, you know, new stuff, you know. But also, Silver Moon, he brings that same fighting vibe that Quinn does, and it was refreshing to see something different with it. Something I'll never get tired of. They smash a lot of heads with feet. Yes. Dude, dude's face into the bridge for you. Did you see and, squirting? And, yes. And blood just pooling? I was just like. Yes, Give I'll never. Day. I never get tired. That of this. Never gets old, <laughs> ever. And then we transition with you. to the head chopped off in soccer ball kick. But you talk about the the cool effect of the creek and the bridge and like that. Mm-hmm. You notice that the water turned red, going the other way on the creek. 
yes. floating down river well, at the very attention to detail. Very into the scene. It was all red as it went the other way. <laughs> very <laughs> attention to detail. I mean, that's that's somebody whoever they got doing this stuff or whoever's coming behind it to make sure it's done right. They are really enjoying what they do. You know what I'm saying? Because oh, yeah. the blood effects and everything alone are just so fun. <laughs> they're so fun. <laughs> that is it's just over the top amazing. So we kind of find out that you know uh, Silver Moon here. I'm gonna call Moon uh, is evidently the biggest, baddest Clipper of all time. Basically, the most epic Clipper of history is you know that was more a legend than you know until you meet him and. You know, to me, the entire episode, as soon as that happened and he showed that he was a clipper, I kind of felt like they were going to foreshadow this is what Sonny's future is going to be like and this was going to lead to an epic battle because that's what Sonny doesn't want. And sure enough, that's how the episode kind of turned out. Um, how about their numbers of kills? I just, that's, that, you know, when he, my man said he's 999. <laughs> I mean, and that's just what he's counted. That's not any of the people he's gotten in this area or anything. Because that's the thing. Yeah, he stopped counting at 999, but he just killed four yeah. on the bridge. Yes. Easily. So it's not that he's only killed 999 people. Well, Sonny stopped his count at, what, 400 or 404? 403? Yeah, something like that. It was low 400. And he's killed way many more than that that we've already oh, yeah. seen since then. So. Well, I think it's more, it's a number... It's a number you keep a record of when you're employed as a clipper or you're, you know. That's what I'm thinking. As a clipper. As a clipper, as, you know, if you were assigned, that's what you're, you know. Um, that was pretty cool. I love his dialogue where, you know, between us, we've killed as many men in a battle with, by just ourselves. and One-on-one, we've killed as many people as a war. Right. I thought those were some cool Insane. lines. I thought that was pretty neat. Um, I love the dialogue about, you know. I came out here looking for peace and purpose and a wife and child and and some dude cut them off and put their head on the table and looked at me like I was late for dinner and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah. And this was just a nomad's brother that was pissed, yeah. You know, and it's just like, oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah, it really does. I mean, but it's also like, why would you go after the biggest baddest person's family? Like, what what good's going to come from that? But it's vanity too, you know. Understand? Yeah, it's yeah. his storyline was just to serve a purpose. Well, that's no, the whole I, deal. but I mean, like it's with the nomads too coming after Sonny for a bounty. Like, what's that bounty got to be? Yeah, because I mean, you got to think any of these guys who think they can fight. It's like, well, psh, we got ten people. It's just him and some fat guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> we'll, we'll punish Sonny and eat the fat guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm with you. Sounds good. Um. They kind of cut away, and you get the scene where Widow and Waldo, <laughs> Tinkerbell. I love you call her Tinkerbell. Waldo is crushing everything oh, that he's yeah. saying. I would never cross words against no. Tilda, though. Yeah. yeah, Tilda's got that. I mean, Tilda has matured into that that death stare. She's got it almost better than anybody. I mean, she's Straight hollow. Face. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. she looks hollow inside when you just look at her. Yeah. And... You know, he, he widow has to break it to her that you know I, I'm taking no Waldo. You know, I like this. I, I, having anytime Waldo's more in the scene, I'm I love it. Yeah. You know, I, I was okay with this. It makes total sense to me. I think it's going to come to a head, obviously, next episode, and there's going to be a plot-wise, you know, a good reason why, not just because of the Tilda situation, you know. I mean, I think it just makes it more entertaining. You know, you have him in that room trading words with everybody, going back and forth, 
Because, I mean, I don't see a big fight happening. And that's going to be Tilda's biggest strength. Uh, you must have missed the well, preview. I mean, <laughs> I but, that, but, I mean, that's going to be more between just the Barons. Like, their second commands aren't going to be from what I saw. I'm going to ask you to go back and watch the preview. <laughs> I didn't watch the preview. Like, <laughs> well, you, it cut off. It cut off when. We apologize, listeners. Cash uh, missed out off on when the, the amazing preview. One, one weapon. Like, I'm sorry. No, Widow's weapon's going to be her high heels. There's a reason why they showed him. Yeah. That, and she's also got two needles in her hair that are also weapons as well. Right. There's, you can just see her. She's got weapons. All this has very little to do with the Widow in this meeting. It's okay. going to have much more to do with the fact that Quinn's going to crash the meeting. That's the problem. Because Waldo's there, Yep. who backed Widow. We know Ryder's there. Who double crossed him? We know <laughs> Jade's there. Y'all, uh, y'all are assuming way too much off of a preview that half of you hadn't even watched yet. I watched half of it. We're going to get back into the episode before y'all get <laughs> too deep into the preview stuff. Um, it cuts away to Quinn as the babysitter. Y'all, you know, creepy. he was straight creep. <laughs> it's only made more creepy by his sideburnless haircut. Dude, and it's chopped. I mean, like, I mean, like it's not in a straight line. It's like no, this ain't white walls. This is <laughs> like tireless. No, this looks like uh, I cut my own hair and I missed a few spots. This yeah. looks like I have a tumor the size of a grapefruit in the middle of my brain. Oh, God, you know. So here's the first set piece that I thought was really cool. I freeze framed it. This room that she's in, there's a bunch of amputee parts everywhere. Arms and legs and everything. I mean, that was her thing. Just decorate, you know, just completely decorates the entire wall. Creepy as all get out. But the part that just was like the X-ray machine, I was just shaking my head, man. I'm just like, I just don't feel like that technology is available. I just don't. I, I'm just sorry. It just doesn't. It doesn't jive when you have him lay against this rather chair. She doesn't have. You know, there's. There's no lead vest. There's, I mean, I know that's kind of modern and all that stuff, but I mean, there's nothing. It's just, it looks like a metal box with a, a flashlight sticking out of it. I, I don't know. I just, when I Maybe looked at it, I was, I was struggling. I was really struggling. I don't know. Like it was, it's been made available before. So then you just kind of get crafty in recreating it is how I was looking uh, at it. My thing is. How many hospitals are there? How many places have x-ray machines? There's a bazillion of them. I like to think that there was a possibility they could get their hands on the stuff. You know, even if they had to piece it together. To make a homemade one. To make one that works. Because Now, whether it would develop and be this clear and this nice and all that, I don't know. Whatever. They didn't focus on it, at least. Well, I mean, you you get... You focus... The x-ray multiple x-rays and they are pristine but i'm saying the machine itself he sits down and then it quickly edits to him it's over you know what i mean they didn't sit there like yeah, it, turning it's not like and, it's not yeah. like watching a medical procedure you know yeah lean yeah. back it's gonna be okay rest easy don't move <laughs> i'm with you the machine itself was kind of like i don't know you you wish there was another I, way i would have rushed i would have wished they didn't even show it i would have just said we got another x-ray and just not even, just leave that part out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but we've all been saying this. Yeah. They have to show what's up with his brain. 
Yes, I'm happy they did because that was a big question last time. You know, we didn't see the X-ray machine. Right, exactly. But I just—it was a big question of okay, was he healed? Is he miraculous? But here's my next problem. This is one of my biggest guffs, and even when I was with my wife watching this, and we're like, well, it looks like whatever it is has grown astronomically compared to what it was before. Have you seen him have a single headache yet? Well, that's what she's giving him something to take away the headache. But still, there was something. Like he was like she he was being treated before, and he was having these breakdowns, and it was you know it was the whole season one he was completely affected all the time, and are we never going to see any side effect of this? I mean, when, are we to believe that little blue juice is is completely stopping all this, even though his mass is twice the size as it was? I think it's just numbing him to the pain. It's all she's trying to do. You know, she doesn't want him to know it's getting worse. She doesn't want him to know that he's doomed. You know what I mean? This is You see her smiling as he leaves. You know what I mean? She knows what she's doing. She doesn't want him to know. So he's slowly dying. So She's kind of deliberately murdering him in a way. You yeah, know? I mean, I get all that. I just don't know if it's doing a good enough job to say well, I mean, she's I just, masking his symptoms that well that he's oblivious. I think so because she was never really treating him back in season one. And so like for her to be able to create a concoction that takes away the symptoms or his ability to feel these headaches, I think that's plausible. I think it's plausible. I just, you know, you're an underground layer hiding from everybody, limited resources, everything else. I don't know. I'm not going to beat it up. It just, it it just kind of caught me. That's all. Here's what I would say. Remember why we watched this show. Oh, yeah. We don't watch it for its physics, technology, any of that type of stuff. No, attention to detail is there as far as other stuff. Yeah. But this is going to be more... I mean, it's... We have Quinn. That's what... Borderline science fiction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, the other thing is, too, is that like when we watch other shows, some things are just so like, are you kidding me? And this is like... I wish they'd explain it a little bit better so I'd feel better about it. Completely different different feeling. I agree. But at least they're covering their bases a they little bit. They are. It's not they're not leaving you up for guessing. You know what I mean? Right. I, I look at it like she is just biding her time, using Quinn as security until Sonny can come back. So you gotta keep him alive, you know, just to protect her for now. Yeah. So that's that's all I'm thinking is going on. Yeah. Um Shortly after that, a one of the Quinn's guys come in with a nasty hand cut, and before she can chew up this X-ray, you know, which of course they, that's, I'm just seeing this is going to bite her in the ass later. Of yeah, um, why you're holding on to the old X-rays makes no sense to me. Well, I think she pulled scissors out to chop it up. You know, she's just holding on to that one X-ray. Yeah, well, she looked, chops up the others. To me, it looked like she was just like chopping up the tumor. Like she was going to go in a circle. She looked like she was just about to tear that one up. And the guy came in and interrupted her. Yeah. Um, and of course she stitches his hand. Cool special effects. I thought that was pretty neat. It's nice to see a guy go, ow, ow, instead of just being there all tough the whole time. You know? Stone face. Yeah. <laughs> Is it it's, nice to see a guy that fell and cut himself on his own sword? I, I felt a bit iffy. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I'm happy. I mean, you can't, not everybody can be, you know, perfect. You know what I mean? You can grab your sword by accident because you tripped and cut your hand. I mean. That felt to me like the guy was trying to make a move on her. I don't know. I think it was, I think everybody learned their lesson about <laughs> making moves or anything towards somebody earlier. 
But there's uh, a reason why they showed this guy. And there's a reason why he's the one that came in when she was supposed to do that. And there's a reason why he's not allowed to go on the new mission. This guy's going to come around again later. Maybe yeah, it's helping he'll, her he'll get end away. Up being a, he'll end up being an ally for whatever reason. Exactly. You know, for all you know, you see her look at that sign because the homeboy tried to, you know, supposedly escape mm-hmm. and so on. So you see her wheels are turning where she's going to, and this guy's probably going to end up being a confidant and he'll die for his efforts in a horrible massacre death, you know, but, you know, Maybe totally foresee that. Um, so we had this guy who was evidently a deserter. He claims that he was just going, he wanted some sunshine, uh, fresh air, fresh yeah. air, like Quinn's all right through it. And then Quinn's like, just cut me, cut me, Mick, you know? <laughs> and, uh, so are, are we to see this was the first sign that he's not as sharp as he thinks he is? I think so. Was this the first clue of, wait a minute, I'm not, something's off still. Like, I thought this was supposed to be like the MK Waldo scene where like he just kind of danced around him and then ended up slitting his throat and then the kid actually just cut him really quick. Yeah, I don't know. I, I was completely expecting Quinn to kill this kid. Yeah. I was too. I thought he was toying with him. I thought for sure we were going to have a dagger going through the top of the head and he's just like, eh, 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 you know, and, but, but no, he didn't got get it. cut right off the bat and everything. I think it was like you said... A little chink in the armor. I think this was his first clue that maybe I'm not as good as Vale says I am. For some reason, I just kind of feel that. You know, that I think like I was waiting on him to look at his hand and kind of like you see him thinking about it and kind of maybe come to a realization I'm not as quick and sharp. Or da, 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 you know what I mean? I mean, those were my exact thoughts when this happened. So uh, I think that's a really cool way of figuring out that maybe something's off instead of just, you know, another headache or something else mm. popping up. You know what I'm saying? But am I the only one that doesn't want that to be the case? I don't want Quinn to be slowed at all. I'm ready for full metal Quinn. Look, if you really think about it, what he had one amazing fight scene back in season one, with him and he was whipping the widows behind, and it wasn't even close. And so, yes, I want this guy to be back as a player. Yeah, know? I want this to be full bore Quinn. I, I hope that's not the case. I hope it's more that he let him cut him. To give this kid confidence again that like, oh shit, I just cut the Baron and walked away. You know what I mean? I'm hoping it's something like that instead of him being slowed. Yeah, I agree with so, you. But I agree with you on that. I don't see it. I agree with you. I, I think it looked like on the screen mm. that he was a little slower reaction time. But I hope I get full bore Quinn. Got you. All right, so we go back to Silver Moon, and my homeboy is taking his pretty cool-ass sword and cutting the flames out of candles. Um, a little training-ish. A little training, and so on. thought it was pretty neat. I, I think his tattoo work was really, really cool. It looked like it was older and faded, not just like... Pff, that's the worst thing ever when you get these fake tattoos, and they look like they were just literally put on, you know, uh, I think they did a really, really cool job making that look faded and it had its dating and its time. And um, I thought that was neat. I kind of thought that they were going to get to the little battle royale right then and there. Instead, it was just kind of more of a an open dialogue about, you know, do her a favor and don't go for her and that kind of stuff. I thought that was yeah. pretty neat. I kind of glossed over it. What do you think of the new haircut and do? Oh, I'm so happy he's back. So much. like this. This is the Sunny that I love. And like I can believe he's actually pulling off the moves, and this is what I got used to. 
You got you got a picture of them in your your locker? Too? Yeah, <laughs> I, I do. Keep it in my wallet. I mean, I'm kind of getting nervous. <laughs> this is the sunny I love. <laughs> I mean, it just feels better. Like when he doesn't have the hair flopping around. No, and it everything does. And yeah, it's just, much better than that <laughs> shimp cut he had. <laughs> oh god. Oh my gosh! You, you saw something else. So they kind of have this exchange where um, they test each other. You know, Silver Moon swings his sword at him and stops, but then Sunny kind of swings his sword and he kind of. Now I've got news for you. In this exchange, which is this is like classic Rocky two or three, where they punch at each other and freeze. You know, on the freeze. They're both frame. dead. Yes. But- one much worse. Yeah. <laughs> much, much worse. I'm going to say Sonny got the wrong end of the stick on these uh, these situations. Uh, yeah. Uh, Silver Moon might limp away from this. Yeah. If anything, if anything yeah. he'll just have a little bit of a weight loss issue. Um, Sonny will be seeing the headless. world in a new yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. The headless horseman. Yeah. Yeah, it would not have been good. Uh, but still, I think it was a speed thing. It's like. With how quickly Sonny got it from like ways to already in your gut. He knew he was dead too, you know. Whether <laughs> and the fact that neither one of them flinched at all. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, but I do like it though. You know, when he when he ends up waking up, Baji in the next scene, you know, and it's like it's time to go. We've said like, our goodbyes. Yeah. <laughs> We've already said our goodbyes. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, this is yeah. not over now. No, <laughs> this Baji, is his way of saying we gotta get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I love how Baji was just like, yeah, okay, we're good. <laughs> No, no need for me to say mine. Uh, yeah, you are definitely worthy to be number one thousand. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um, are we assume that there's nine hundred ninety nine tattoos on him? There is. Yeah. 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 He I said mean, he was running out of skin. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, because a lot of his had more than five marks, like through the bars and stuff. So. Oh, some of them. Yeah, they had a crap load. Of them. No, I yeah, like a lot nine of nine on a few. Or ten, yeah, yeah, or ten marks. So. Yeah, I don't. I'm glad this guy was, uh, you know, obviously a worthy adversary and stuff like that. Um, I honestly thought when he was cutting the candle wicks or whatever like that, he looked a little old. He did. He um, did. I say I had the same thought. Uh, I, it's something about the way your skin hangs on your muscle. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you saw Arnold Schwarzenegger like 15 years ago, you, you started to see it. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you started seeing those signs of age. Yeah. And plus, this Silver Moon is supposed to be a legend that Waldo discussed when evidently he was younger. So, I mean, you, he's got to have 20 years on him, you know? And he's created a legend in this completely different area that Baji knows about. So, I mean, he's been around the block for right. a good so, while. I mean, Minimum 60 years old, right? Yeah. I mean, he didn't look 60. But the character fifty is the youngest I'd give this guy, the, the absolute youngest. But you couldn't say Waldo's fifty. That's true. <sighs> I'm graying well, early, but that's a little different. I, I know it. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I give Waldo like fifty-five. I mean, I don't know, man. He's got a full grade of hair. I mean, and he's still he I looks mean, fit. Like, I mean. I don't know. I don't feel like Waldo's. I don't want to talk bad about Waldo, but I mean, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm with Cash. I'm thinking he's a <laughs> he's a firm 55 years old. Okay, well, either way, still 60. On I mean, it's not out of Silver Moon. Yeah, I'm just saying. I was I was glad he didn't seem old in the fight. You know, what no, I mean? no, 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 no. Um, he's like a power hitter. Even 
he was very like he's he, a lot like Quinn. You know, uh, he brings the noise with his every move. Yeah, it's not so much finesse, but the only yeah. problem I had with this entire fight scene was actually the beginning of it when he r- charges at him from a mile away. Well, this is never smart in any fight scene where you do the the roar yeah. and run. Well, yeah. Not only that, if you were the, if you were this supreme clipper, everybody's ever shown you you are a person who's a statistician, and you let the you let the novice attack you, and then you defeat them. You would have had a different way to close this gap. <laughs> exactly, and so, but you could also look at it from a point of this is that Sonny's like, I have no quarrel with you, and so this guy has to start the fight, but. A little cheese on the whole roar of running yeah. at him. Just a slight. I got over it real quick because the yeah. rest of this fight scene was yeah, exactly. epic. Exactly. I mean, it um, starts up. I uh, mean, okay. the, just, just, how do they come up with these set pieces? I mean, they're cutting. Stacking into, pews. Yes. I mean, cutting those up, um, chopping through those, and then the whole, you know, I don't know if we, those beams that are up there. And it's like lattice beams. Yeah. Kinda. Um, and then when they're doing the backwards flips on this stuff and the lighting, how the light is like blinding you, but you can still see them coming through it mm-hmm. from the camera angle was really, really cool. Yeah. This is some of my favorite lack of physics. Yes. When Sonny one arm backflips like, upwards, back lands on his feet. Yes. And yeah. only, and one Who gives a shit? It was awesome. And <laughs> Beautiful. And then Silver Moon. Completely different route. Backflips off. Oh this no, he point Mario. He Mario double jumped right off the wall, you know, straight up to the lattice. No, I'm not even talking about that. Oh, I'm the back falls off. backwards, pins his sword into the into the board and backflips. It's uh, like wowzers. I'll take it. <laughs> it was still cool, so I don't care. Rule yeah. of cool. I'm just saying. Uh, I'll take. But you every know what though? It. I liked it better instead of the whole let me fly sixty feet into a kick mm-hmm. like sometimes we did remember like in season one like he jumped off the car and he was going 30 feet into a move at least this one was like we're not flying you know what i mean we're no it's more momentum exactly it was more plausible even though i hate to put the word plausible with any of this kind of stuff <laughs> yeah you know what i mean instead of some guy who you know like i said does a double jump in midair you know what i mean you know i'll tell you what though his 60 year old bones he came down on one leg and you saw it like buckle under him, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would have been shattered. <laughs> yeah. I'd have rolled and cried and do me now. <laughs> My thirty-three-year-old bones would have just screamed out of socket. <laughs> You'd have think it was a life loss at every joint. I mean, it just been horrific. Please kill me. Yeah. At this, I'm point, never getting up. I don't like jumping off the tailgate of a truck <laughs> flat-footed. You imagine yeah. Yeah. a good, like, 20-foot. And the idea of, like, doing the whole, you know, tuck and roll to try to be athletic, no. I'd have broke the shoulder, part of my spine, and laid there and died as a piece of sausage <laughs> in the sun. <laughs> no. Like, I, I would have tucked and I would never be able to roll. Like, it would just, like, tuck and just splatter. Just <laughs> Tuck and paralyzed, <laughs> is what I call it. <laughs> Tuck and I mean, ACL. Oh. So, like you said, he cuts in the pews. They, get, they, get, they go up the pews. or do all this stuff. And then finally, he, bra- he breaks. Drop soul. kicks him. Yeah, breaks Sonny's sword. Well, did y'all look at, like, before all of it, like, Sonny's sword had different little chinks and nicks all yeah. throughout this Attention entire Attention to fight. detail, my friend. Another. And he noticed it, too. Yeah, yeah he's like, yeah, this sword's got a, a few more in it. And then we're done. Yeah. <laughs> This black blade of death is <laughs> chomping away at this thing. Uh, yeah. 
I understand. It's like, yeah, my shit's serrated now. It's <laughs> <laughs> custom. It's like Stick a pirate with- sword at this point. Think <laughs> yeah. with the pointy end. Yeah. yeah. And so he's got a broken sword, and he gets the kill move, but he's got enough, he doesn't have enough sword left to get to him. No, he could have cut him with you that. You think so? Okay. Yeah. But he doesn't want to kill him. Yeah. But then he, of course, uppercuts him with a foot. You know, <laughs> I mean, just takes out pews, goes down. Really cool, yeah. really really cool. And we get the I've earned this death. It's like, eh. But see that once that happened, once he's on his knees and he's like, finally, you know, this is what I've wanted. Um, that death that made me feel less shitty about him running and screaming. Right, like mm. he's looking for somebody to end his misery. Right, he's like. If I win the fight, fine. But I hope this guy is worthy enough to yeah. end me. It's like it's like a classic line from Three Hundred. Yeah. You know, I, I I strive for the man that can you know take me. A worthy death. Yeah, a worthy death. And so, um, I thought it was cool, real cool again. Um, and then Sonny doesn't oblige, and then he gets up to try to chop him. And this is the part where, like Cash was talking about, you know, Baji whatever, it comes out of nowhere and takes his hand blade. Hand blade, s- nothing. That's the sword. This, uh, what do they call it? A scimitar? I mean, smooth cuts his hand off. Yeah, which is unfortunate. Sunny. I was really hoping that, like, because they left him alive, and I think there's a reason why. You know what I mean? And I mean, now, now we have the new Rick Grimes of of Into the Badlands, the one handed, you know, bad guy, hero possible. I hope it's more of like the one handed Ash. Ooh. Ooh, yeah. Or it could be, what's uh, Daryl's brother on Walking Dead, you know? Merle. Uh, Merle. Merle. <laughs> yeah, it turns another know. stub into a weapon. Snap it off and shove that skull onto his nub. <laughs> now he's got this big <laughs> black blade of justice. That's right. Well, he lost his sword. No, that's true. The sword's gone. Yeah. He might as well stab that nub that Sonny had left. <laughs> yeah, I mean... That would be cool if he comes back Captain as he's Hook. weaponized. You know what I mean? Yeah. To seek his revenge for not getting his death or something. Or become an ally. That mean, uh, I think there's a reason they left him yeah. alive. I think or this is the next episode. They open it up with a bunch of nomads just gutting him. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> uh, God. Sorry, I interrupted you, Cash. What were you about to say? I, uh, you, we're done. We're lost. Yeah. <laughs> Game over. Game over. All right, we finally get some MK stuff. Now, this was the MK kind of a light episode for MK, but the just of his character is is he's still struggling, wants to leave, and in the process, what I thought was like his first attempt to escape, he ends up seeing a, somebody in the box, and this is another. This is old roommate. This yeah. is his old roomie. This is Tate. I think was that his name. Is that his name. Yeah, something like that. This is unfortunate to me. Here we have now reached the point that I did not like. And I hate this because I'm I'm not liking MK stuff too much. Yeah. I, they go to this weird They're dragging place. it out. They're dragging it out. Like, yes. We're not as fast-paced as everything else is moving in the series. The MK stuff is is it's a slow bleed. It's a very slow bleed. Well, because I think we need everyone else to advance before we can just get MK out. Because I think he's going to go well, straight to I don't to even necessarily think that MK has to leave, but at least show me him making more progression and honing in his... His power. I mean, we what it feels like is weeks and months that he's been there, and we still feel like we're at the same progression. To me, at least. No, I, I feel the same way. And then, like I said, we get to the the part I really hated, 
which is them putting these needles in this guy. I didn't understand it. Like, I didn't at first, I thought this. it was going to be like well, pulling kind of, it out. Like they were going to take syringes and like suck it. Yeah, like suck a soul out. Or but something. this was like we poke a needle and I guess a vein and like it clogs it and well, slowly bleeds. I don't know what they mean by cleansing. That's what I get. Is that, are, are we are we injecting him with something that makes him useless, or are we taking something out? I think or we're are we slow bleeding something out of him? I have no idea based on what they showed us. Because like it wasn't blood coming out. Like that was pitch black. Like that was like what his eyes turned. I don't know. I thought it was just blood. Uh, it just looked like four needles stuck in him, like acupuncture, basically. Uh, Very but large, little, but a little deeper. Um, yeah, well, the thing is, those needles were a foot long. Yeah. Don't matter where you stick them, that'll go right through them. Um, and then MK later calls it torture and stuff. And I'm just like, man, they did a pretty sour job on explaining what this is. Yeah. And Ava comes out of nowhere to prevent MK from making a noise that he wasn't going to make. Yeah. And, and his eyes go white when this is going down. I mean, I don't are know we? What's going on? Yeah. I, I was really confused. It sounds like they're removing his gift. Yes. I would say they're slow bleeding it out of him. But why wouldn't they do that to everybody? Well, because they want to create their own army, it feels. To me, like they want to create their own army of people who are going to follow them no matter what. And then, But are they people. weaponized? I mean, like, are these people, like, are they all supposed to be soldiers? I've, I mean, I've seen nothing of that. Where Well, like when we first captured MK, you could see these people can turn their gift on without even bleeding. And so they're going to do anything that the master says. But if you're not going to fall in line with that, they take the gift away from you because they don't want to have to go up against it, in my opinion. I, I do feel like there's, oh, a, agree, there's an underlying shenanigans going on. There's the a There is a hidden agenda for sure. Yeah, I believe that's that's possible. You know, what it is, they haven't un, they haven't unveiled it yet, but yeah. Well, not, we haven't come close to unveiling. What, I, I amen to that. You know, so... I don't know. I wish the MK thing would kind of move a little bit more. You know, show me the angle we're going at instead of the repetitive, where's my mommy? Or I have to fight myself. I can't do it. I'm not ready. I am ready. I'm, I want to leave. Or is it my option? Or is it not my option? I mean, you realize we're, we touch something different almost every episode, and then we move on to something else the next episode. In three episodes, we've got three different plot lines for why he's in the same place. And I don't think we're going to get a resolution from him. I think he's going to run away before we actually get what we want from him in this place. Yeah, do you think there's any chance he's back in the Badlands this season? Oh, yeah. I would say... I would say he's out of this place within three episodes. I would say by mid-season, we are in a whole new landscape. Um, but I'm really struggling with the idea of where he fits into the mix, you know, when it comes to the future. Because, I mean, like, if he's able to harness his, his power, you know, then he then he's becoming more supreme than anyone else on the show. You know what I mean? And so what does he bring into the table with that? Or does he ever harness the power And that, because he leaves too early? That's why I'm saying, like, I'm not sure exactly where they're trying to take us with what they've shown us so far. And to me, I think he's his own storyline for a while. But I do think we are going to eventually get him back, but it might be the journey back, not with him actually being a part of the back, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it'll be a journey. I don't see him a journey with Ava s- seeing Tilda or Sunny at all this season. I would be highly surprised. If I would be really surprised if not. 
I think the way the pace of the show moves too quick for them to hold him gone over ten episodes. I just don't see it. Yeah, especially if they did, I would be disappointed because I mean, just him on his own story arc for ten episodes more. Well, I don't think it'll be just him. Exactly. I I mean, Ava's going to be with him anywhere he goes. He's going to have to have something. There's going to have to be an intermixing of some kind. So uh, that's just me, you know. Yeah. No, I mean, I definitely think we're going to get the love triangle between him, Ava, and Tilda. I mean, it just feels right. The right there towards the end, Waldo is playing the piano bar, and uh, you know doing his doing his thing, and we get this dialogue from him and the widow talking about you know he gets a little backstory about his mom and different things, and then I loved how you know would you ever talk to the Quinn this way? Oh no, oh no, <laughs> <laughs> you know um, a little humor to it. I thought that was pretty good. You know, and this is all towards getting to get in the car and go to this. What's this thing, this meeting called again? The conclave. The conclave. conclave. Um, but how about the widow's car? Is that a Rolls Royce or? I don't think so. They're all old, yeah. old cars. Well, you know, it's just I like mean, when we talk to Al, um, Al Golf. I was about to say Al Golf. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, he talked about how these are all vehicles that were pre-computer um, chips. Like these are cars that could actually be turned back into a running device. Makes and sense. Different things. Um, but I mean, just the beautiful like white paint job. Like oh I thought it was God. cool. Yeah, I, I was mean, in love with this car. I could totally see somebody that's been in the garage forever and they got it running again. But um, okay, so we brought it up earlier. They're going to this and they're like, no weapons. You can only have one person with you. And da 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 da. I'm thinking, okay, you're walking into a room of six other barons that all have their regents. So that's twelve. Okay, and you know they're all there early, and so the first time this is all a gang up, and of course the preview sealed the deal for me. But we analyzed her outfit. Okay, she's got the death heels. Online is Emily Beecham is smoking hot, and then she comes out like she is this hair, and she's got the two needles in her hair. So then we're going to see those as weapons, and she's probably got something else. And then Waldo. My man's got a wheelchair. It looks like he's got a putter sticking out of it. We <laughs> yeah. know there's a blade or two on this thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely. You know? Yeah, there's there's no no chance there's not a hidden weapon on Waldo's wheelchair. <laughs> if anything, I bet you might have a plethora. Yeah. He might, mean, it might be like Desperado. He drops the back satchel and there's 27 knives waiting on their disposal. Yeah. Um, and the fact is, we saw the widow use her high heel in the first episode. Oh, uh, yeah. And De- then deadly. They literally make a frame start with her foot coming out of the yes. car uh, oh. and showing you these weapon. eight inch stilettos <laughs> weapon one yeah <laughs> they could have freeze framed it and said one with an arrow <laughs> you know? i was almost hoping that like the the sunlight would hit and you'd see a little <laughs> like a little glint come off of it you know mm-hmm. uh, solid steel stiletto yeah, yeah it would only fit you know what i mean um yeah she's just gonna whip those bad boys around i swear there should be so many eye pokes in this oh, next man. episode. Uh, I mean... How about the home field advantage of being able to call a conclave? Like, why wouldn't someone be doing this all of the time? Well, like, because, like she said, you got to have three backing you, you know, on either side to win the argument. Well, I mean, just... I would just say just to have everybody come to my place where I have all of my clippers. You don't have any weapons, theoretically. And I just kill all of you. Yeah, but you can't. Well, see, the other thing is, you got to imagine. Season. You spread yourself too thin, and then you're taken out like Quinn was. 
Right. You you have to rely on these barons running their areas because everybody does a free trade system. Okay. And so on. And so that's good. The other part of that is, too, is you have to imagine every baron we've met is just as a deadly is you know even their regent you yeah, know it's I mean? the ones we have met exactly so you're talking about six of the most deadly people all in the same room and so just because you have numbers the widow sliced and diced half of his you know, cogs um and clippers That's at the true. oil refinery so you can imagine these other barons they're probably no joke and so yeah. This preview and Ryder's probably not the best fighter of. Have our we group. seen Ryder even fight? We, All I've we, seen him do is he, seen him from hang and run like a girl. Yeah, we've seen him get his ass beat. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Um, so, you know, of course, she said, "Let's let you know. I'm here. Let's let the fun begin." And it cuts the preview. And Cash, you missed an epic preview because basically they have this meeting, and it doesn't take them long, and it's an all-out ambush <laughs> war fight. And there's another female leader, which they're talking about. Even Waldo's like, you know, you're not going to like you because you're a girl. You're, you're a female. But then you see one of the other barons is a female. The all-white one, by the way. It was, you know, she was all wearing, dressed in all white. And you can tell it's just an all-out battle in this house. Hmm. But you can also see from the preview uh, that there's people on the roof that are going to jump in. So there's numbers, and they're all different colors. So this is a total ambush. Um. It's fine with me. Anytime you see Emil and Beecham just kicking ass, it's, it's fine by me. I, I hope they don't go too fast. I want to meet all these barons. Well, you know, uh, I was told by some fans, which this is just my lack of homework, is, is that you can go to um, the website and they have short videos and they do introductions for every baron for the show. They, oh, really? You show cool. who it is. You get a visual of them. Uh, it gives you some background about them. It shows you their you know animal character and so on. You know, um, sigil. Your sigil looks that. And and we the person who told me about this, I told them you know they were asking like what do you think about all these? And when I watched the video, they they talk about each one of them and how Quinn was like how the armadillo, and I was like the armadillo is the weakest one of all of them. And they're like, well, no, you know, it's because it's a person who is uh, uh, is shielded and has good strength and is a survivor. And I was like, that is totally not the personality of Quinn. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Quinn is more of the Wolverine, you know. I'm going to no. I, Quinn's a honey badger, you know, something of that nature. Now, Ryder is an armadillo, <laughs> you know. I shield myself with as many clippers as I can, awesome. and I live, you know, exactly. Yeah. So I think that if you were to match the the symbol with the leader, Quinn's is way off. Yeah. Um, Quinn it, is a honey He's badger. not there anymore, so it, so it fits now. But what is Quinn's now? Ryder's under the armadillo. I mean, I would think I Quinn Quinn's would still anything. hold the same. Maybe. I mean, it... He drank out his. of a turtle shell. Sewer rat, maybe? <laughs> yeah. So. Subway rat. Maybe he's now the turtle. <laughs> that's, turtle. That's turtle. terrible. And there you yeah, go, so slow and shielded. That's just yeah. as bad. <laughs> I'd say it pretty much yeah. fits the same way. Slow and steady wins the race. Uh, oh my Jesus, you went there. Oh my God. <laughs> anyway, um, overall, like I said, the episode was fantastic, super fun, super fun. There was very few details that were like, eh. I mean, two or three maybe. I mean, overall, I thought the fight scenes, choreography, <laughs> the rule of cool through the roof. There was just no doubt in my mind. Yeah, I mean, I I don't really ever find an episode that gives me too much to complain about, honestly. But I go in with certain expectations on these shows. 
And I always come out super satisfied. And just the that, enjoyment level of this show is unlike anything else that I've been watching. It just never lets me down on the enjoyment meter. Yeah. Let me something. Here's one thing I will say. And I, talk, I was talking to other people about this. And they said, as soon as I said that, they 100% agree. And the more I think about it is, is that there is no fluff. No minute of the show is a waste of time. That's what I love about the show. Is that when you're watching it, everything has purpose. Everything is entertaining. And then there's MK. And then... That's what I'm saying. But even MK, <laughs> but MK is still good to me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think they've slowed. I don't know why they slowed him down so much, because he was such a big focus in the first season. You know, he was the mystery child, and everybody's fighting for him. And they've got away from that, which has hurt his character. But I, I still think it's cool what they've intrigued. I just wish it wasn't a slow burn as everything else. But there's no wasted minutes, and I think that's what makes this show so great. I mean, we, I'm the I'm the biggest Walking Dead fan there is, and you can cut out 30 minutes of each episode. And you'd be just as satisfied, you know. So, I mean, that's something, uh, you know, I talked about, we, you know, on the social media and everything. And I got a lot of people who agreed with that. They, you know, that they, they'd rather pause the show to make sure they don't miss a minute where a lot of other shows, you can just let it run and go do dishes and come back and you're still okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Piss you, breaks. Yeah. You don't even bother picking up your phone watching into the Badlands because you'll miss too many good things going on. Absolutely. Absolutely. Guys, if, you, if we missed something or we were off or you liked it or whatever it was, man, hit us up, man. We love chatting with everybody on social media. Um, you know, we're on Twitter at Bleed TV Podcast. We're on uh, Facebook. And, you know, we have email, Bleed TV Podcast, Gmail. And we get stuff all the time. And we'd love to hear from you guys. We'd love to have a conversation, talk about the shows. And if you even have a minute to give us a positive review or do something with iTunes, that'd be awesome. It helps us, our show, it helps further us going on. And we always appreciate it. But other than that, guys, we're steadily looking forward to the new show. Um, I think what they're going to do from now on is they're going to play the last week's episode first in, in replace of The Walking Dead and then play the new episode is what we were told by Al Goff. So next week we should get this season, this episode again, as well as the new one. So um, get a little double taste, but looking forward to it. Uh, this is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And we'll see you guys next week.